episode 90 of the 90 Day Wins podcast. This is your host, Sandy B. We are talking confidence. Are you confident to win? We get the opportunity to talk with Coach Adele Thompson today. Do you walk into the room confident? Let's talk about today. Go get her. Coach Adele Thompson, how are you doing today, Coach Adele? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am well. I'm excited to talk about confidence with you. You are a confidence and career coach. So that is something that I'm extremely interested in. My uh, audience is as well. You know, with the new year, we want to start off being positive, being hopeful, being excited about the goals we desire to achieve. And so I believe you can help us get some things situated so we can go in with a good attitude to achieve whatever our goals are. So tell us about yourself and about your coaching business. Oh, well, <laughs> so like you said, I'm a career and confidence coach. Yes. Um, I lead with confidence. A lot of what people hear me sort of do is like, I will teach people how to interview well, how to get in the right headspace for um, their promotions, to move into leadership, money. I talk about a lot of money on my page, like how to yeah. get more money, how to grow like your pockets. Because let's face it, everyone wants more money. But I lead with confidence because I know how much confidence changes everything. So my coaching is very much based on how do you feel about yourself? Because the better you feel about yourself, the better things you attract and the better okay. your life is overall. So, yeah, that's like sort of my coaching. I've been doing coaching for myself, like in my business for three years, yeah. but I've been coaching for maybe eight years total. Nice, nice. So what do you think is the number one thing when you talk with women, right? What is the number one thing that is hindering them from having confidence in themselves? Everything the world has told us we should be or or we're not. So yeah. we don't look like what they tell us we should look like, what media tells us we should look like, what the images on social media tell us we should look like. Um, we don't look the way maybe the men that we're interested in want us to look. And then more than that, in society our jobs like sometimes it's having a toxic boss is telling us like we're not good enough families friends the thing is it's all outside influences our validation as women a lot of it comes from oh you're a good mom or you're good at your job or we're yeah. looking for that outside validation and so when women come to me the biggest thing is always like oh I don't feel good enough like one of the ladies, I just it straight away came to mind. One of the ladies I worked with recently, she's a lawyer. Yeah. She's got all these qualifications, qualifications on top of qualifications on top of qualifications. And she said to me, I just don't know how to put the words together to sell myself because I don't think I'm that good. And mm -hmm. I was like, you're a whole lawyer. And she said, yeah, but loads of people are lawyers. Loads of people in my class are lawyers. And I was like, wow, just that. Let me know. Like, you think that you're just a lawyer. Yeah. Like, the fact that you put just in front, I think that we hold ourselves to this high standard um, that everyone, we think that everyone else wants us to adhere to. So I yeah. feel like that's what happens when I sort of meet a lot of different women. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Because something you said about those external influences, right? You know, a lot of times we get caught up with the perception of what I'm supposed to be this or that or the other, but how can we change those thoughts and look inward? So can you talk to me about why it would be important to really validate what we know to be true internally, what we believe? The one thing I always say to a lot of women that I speak to is you're looking for outside validation. How does that make you feel right now? Are you happy? Because if outside validation works and being validated by people works, we would be happy. (laughs) We wouldn't be lacking confidence because as soon as our moms, our dads, our boyfriend, whoever says, oh, yeah, you look really good. Or we'd be happy. Right. Because that's all we're seeking. So the fact that internally you don't feel good that means you need to try something different. I'm a big believer in like, if something's not working, change it. So if we're looking for outside validation and we're not happy, Mm -hmm. then how about we look for internal validation and see how that works? I think to women, like, you don't have to believe me, but let's see how (laughs) it works. Let's start off by, let's start believing in ourselves and see if we start attracting something different to what we're currently attracting. Because if we're not happy now, maybe if we switch it up a little bit, we might attract the people the places the careers the money the things we want the things that we don't have yet we might attract them if we start looking inwards like how do you feel about yourself it's it's great having other people telling you you're great and everything else but when you look in the mirror and you're by yourself and there's no one around how do you feel about yourself because you will be with yourself forever Forever. That is so true. So give us an example of someone that you were able to kind of walk that journey with of they weren't feeling confident. You know, you deal a lot with women who are changing careers. So tell us an example of a situation where someone wasn't feeling very confident. They weren't sure of themselves and how you were able to help them kind of get to that next level where they could see the value that they have. Have to offer and feel confident about it by one of my clients who comes yes. to mind um she she comes from a very strict christian african family a very strict black family mm-hmm. um and they are very traditional in the sense of you're a doctor you're a lawyer you're an accountant you know these jobs that our parents put on us like I'm from a traditional Caribbean family so I definitely grew up being told like you be a doctor you be a lawyer like these are the things you're supposed to do so she grew up in that household and she's got siblings and her parents have got degree everyone in her house has a degree yes she doesn't have a degree and on top of that she wanted to go into the creative space Mm. so she wanted to move into social media marketing And she just was being told, that's a whole joke. Like, you're almost 30. What are you talking about? So when she came to me, she was like, firstly, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to change career because I have no qualifications. Like, I'm not qualified in anything. My family don't even support what I want to do. And she very much was like, but I read some of your posts Mm -hmm. and I kind of feel like maybe you can help me. But she really came to me. I would say her confidence was on about 20% because she Mm. had tried. She'd been trying for over a year to move into sort of the social media space. And before we did anything, the first thing I asked her was, tell me three things you like about yourself. Yeah. And she couldn't. She couldn't tell me three things that she liked about herself. 
And that's where we started. We started there. Like, what yeah. do you like about yourself? And working together, eight weeks we worked together. Mm-hmm. And she went from a waitress. She was working as a waitress at the time, yes. um, earning minimum wage. And at the time, minimum wage in the UK then was, because um, this is a few couple of years ago, it was like eight pounds an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, she went from that to being a social media manager earning 25 pounds per hour. Wow. Um, and I say to when I talk about her, I'm like, what changed? Like, you didn't suddenly get more experience. You didn't get a degree in those eight weeks. Yeah. But we worked on your confidence. You started to love you, which meant you stopped settling for a job that you did not enjoy anymore. Yes. And I think that's the work. The work is when you love yourself, mm-hmm. when you believe in yourself, you will not accept the bare minimum. And she came to me accepting the bare minimum. I can be a waitress. I, she was also doing night work in a warehouse. She was like, I can work in a warehouse. That's it. That That's what I can achieve because I don't have a degree like the rest of my family. And mm-hmm. also it's what she'd been told. She'd been told like, well, you didn't get a degree. So you're lucky you've even got a job. And yes. that was the message she was hearing. Even as a 28, 29 year old woman, that was the message she was being told. You're not good enough because you don't, you don't measure up to the standard that we've placed in our home. And sometimes the confidence comes from just being able to prove people wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that's not where we should I lead from, but it's the truth. Sometimes the yeah. confidence comes from taking action and just proving, firstly, proving yourself wrong. Mm-hmm. She proved to herself that not having a degree didn't mean she had to settle for peanut, didn't mean she had to settle for less. And we just started off by me saying to her, like, okay, you can either decide to stay where you are and just accept that. Or you can just try something different. Nice. And I think the biggest change in her was liking herself. Because now she's now gone from being that social media manager to starting a business. I love it. So let's talk about those negative messages that we get. You know, you talked Mm. about in this situation, but it could be anywhere, like you said, right? It could Mm -hmm. be society telling you, you do not have, you don't look a certain way. You don't have that educational experience. You don't have that family background. So how do we move past what everyone's saying to, especially when we know we're not confident, but we are, we have this, this desire to do Mm -hmm. more. How do we move past all that noise from all around, you know, telling us these negative things and really just not helping our confidence? How do you encourage your uh, clients to move on and to feel as if they can do it? First, you have to accept that people are allowed to feel the way they want to feel. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important that we we don't fight to change the people around us. Instead, we accept and love who is around us and we remove the people that don't need to be around us. Our family, for instance, a lot of the times when our parents, especially I know in my case, our parents are saying things because they love us. Yes. My parents knew one way to be successful. You go to like in the UK, it's a bit different because we go to college and then university. So yeah. you go to college when you're 16, you do that for two years and then you leave and you go off to university and you get your degree. And then once you've got your degree, you get a really good job. And that's the only way. Like you have to be the manager or you have to be the lawyer or the doctor. And it is the, but so when they're saying to us, you are going to be a failure because you don't have a degree. Yeah. That's their way of loving us. 
because it's the only way they know. So we have to first accept that it's okay if that's all they know. Yeah. We have to then accept that sometimes we have to go first. Mm, somebody like has to go first, right? Like that. So if somebody has to go first, why not you? Yeah. I say that to myself as well. Like when I'm stuck or I'm like, well, I don't feel necessarily that confident and people aren't behind me and they're not supporting me. And yeah. then I think to myself, okay, but if I, if I don't go first, who goes first? Like I, I might be the one that everyone needs to follow yeah, rather than me following everyone else. So I think that's really important. Acceptance, accepting that people are allowed to have opinions yes. and accepting that your it's okay for your opinion to be different and for you to work and make a conscious effort to reinforce your own belief. Mm-hmm. Just because you've been told all your life, like when you just mentioned, you mentioned that like maybe the way you look, I'm a darker skinned woman. Yeah. I was told for a very long time in my family, like in the Caribbean, colorism is rare. And they speak about it normally. It's a very normal conversation. Oh, yes. she's pretty and light. Like, you yes. know, oh, you got, like, the first time I had a boyfriend that was slightly like, oh, my God, you got a light-skinned boyfriend. You better hold on to him. You're really lucky. Like, that's what, <laughs> they were the messages that I was being yes. told. Like, that's what I heard my whole life. Of course that affected me. Of course that affected the way I was programmed. Mm-hmm. But slowly but surely I had to decide, am I going to be unhappy forever? Or am I going to make a decision that actually I'm not going to be the your pretty you're quite pretty for a dark thing, girl. I'm just going to be pretty. Yes. And that's it. And I'm just going to own that. And I'm just, I know it's not overnight. You don't just go to bed, wake up, you own that. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of reprogramming, but it just takes you taking the thought that the constant thought, the negative thought and constantly just challenging it. I always say to people, I constantly will argue with myself in my mind. A negative thought comes up. I argue the opposite eventually the negative thought goes away. The more often you do that, yeah. the more often, the, the quicker the negative thoughts are removed. It's never the fact that the negative thoughts leave you altogether. But mm. when I have them, I can look at them objectively. It's almost like I'm coming out of my own body and saying to myself, right, is this true? Yeah. <laughs> is it true? Or is it true of the people that you've put yourself around? Is it true in your family? I like that. Because there's a big difference. Like I interviewed someone recently and she said to me like, she realized that money wasn't in her, money was everywhere, but it just wasn't in her house. Mm. So what if positivity is everywhere, but maybe yeah. it's just not in your house, in your house. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can that. bring it in. Totally, totally. So talk to me about how self-confidence can translate into coins. You know, we want to make money. We want to be <laughs> paid for our skills, Right. So talk to me how being confident can help me attain that, you know, more money that I desire. Well, firstly, you're going to, if the more confident you are, the less you're going to be seeking outside validation. Mm. And that includes the need to go and get more qualification, more experience, because Mm. you're not, that's outside validation. Instead of seeking outside validation, because what a lot of us do is we, we overvalue what we don't have. So we look at what everyone else has. We look at what Karen and Susie and everyone else has. And we're like, oh, I wish I just had that. My life would be great. But instead of doing that, when you start to be confident in yourself, you start to value what you already have. And you start to sell the crap out of that. And that's the honest truth. The more confident you get in yourself, the less you look outside. And the more you learn to just sell what you have. Like I learned a long time ago, I was really good at problem solving. Mm -hmm. That was it. Just that. 
there's about a hundred things I can't do mm-hmm. but if you put a problem in front of me I can solve it yeah <laughs> and that translated into me moving from childcare into recruitment moving from recruitment into human resources becoming mm-hmm. a human resources manager without a degree mm-hmm. because I had the confidence it also yes. translated and instead of me trying to jump through hoops to prove myself to my boss, I decided to just go and get another boss. Because hmm. at this point, I'm at that level of confidence. But you don't start there. But I'm yeah. at this point, I'm at that level where I'm like, I work my butt off. Mm-hmm. I deserve more money. Yes. Let me go and look for it elsewhere. When you're not confident, you think you start giving yourself messages like, well, this is as much as I can earn. I don't have a degree. When you start to be confident, you start saying, okay, I don't have a degree. How can I still use what I have to increase my money? I get people that come to me sometimes and they're like, oh, I've never been able to earn more than say 50K, 60K. Yeah. And then I have one conversation with them and I say, what if another company is willing to pay more for exactly what you do right now? And they're like, what? And I'm like, not you don't need nothing more just what if what just what if you haven't put yourself in the right rooms what if the fact that you doubt yourself has made you not even look at the jobs that have the same title as yours that are paying 20 or 30k more simply because you've decided that oh if they're paying more they're going to expect me to be more Mm -hmm. but no one told you that that wasn't a fact you just decided because of your lack of confidence I am such a believer I started my journey off literally earning like when I say earning peanuts I was training other managers mm. to do their job and they were on like 15,000 pounds a year more than I was wow and if that isn't a lack of self-confidence I don't know what is because I'm training people but I still don't believe I'm good enough and that was because I didn't have a degree in human resources mm. and I was like well I don't have a degree in this so obviously I'm not as good as they are they've all gone yeah. to university and they've spent years studying but I was training them but there was I was making no connection with the fact if I was training them, then I have to be good at what I do. Do you like to win? I like to win. This is Sandy B, and I'm the host of the 90 Day Win Podcast. And I encourage you to get your wins with us on the 90 Day Win Podcast, where we talk with goal getters, people who are determined to achieve their goals, no matter the obstacles face. So if you are ready to get your wins, check us out. 90daywins.com is the website. You can find the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Come on with us on this journey of wins. 90 Day Win Podcast. This is Sandy B. Let's get it. So many women experience that. I mean, that is a very common thing for so many women to just accept the fact that in their mind, somehow, because they are being used right, to train and to make sure everything's working well, they are just capped. They just have to stay at that level and they can't move forward with those people that they have trained. Because obviously right. they must know something if they train them, right? Right. And how are you, how many people, women are listening to this right now and are the workhorse at their job? Like they do everything. Because yes. of them, they make their boss look great. Yes. Your boss can't do what he or she wants to do without calling on you first but you still don't see your, your value. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy because we look for the negative. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I encourage anyone who's listening to this right now, look at what people come to you for all the time. Look mm-hmm. at what you're being asked to do. Mm-hmm. do. Have you put any worth on that? Have you put any value on that? Also, if it's in work, have you put a price tag on it? 
Because if I'm going to keep making you look good, yes. I'm going to need to get paid. Hello. Totally. <laughs> no more of the days of just doing extra just to do it. It is not appreciated and it's not helping you move forward in your career at all. No, it's actually making you feel less confident. It's yes. actually chipping away at your self-esteem because you're doing everything and getting nothing in return. And people don't realize that. Totally. Totally. So what advice would you give to that person who is who is like how you used to be? You were training, you were helping others, you wanted to move to a different career. What advice would you tell someone who's listening who says, you know, this lady sounds a lot like how I am right now, but she was able to move forward, change careers, and now she's doing what she loves, helping others. What advice would you give to that woman that's listening who is in the same boat? What would you tell her? Firstly, try and find someone you trust to speak to in your life. Get around people like you, like the internet yeah. has made our world so much bigger. Yes. There are groups for everything. Get yeah. online, find people that feel like you, but are trying to do better and be really careful. Don't find people who are like you that are trying to go the other way because mm-hmm. misery loves company. Yes. <laughs> find people that are trying to elevate speak to someone speak to someone close to you for me it was just a colleague who I really trusted who was like who I just had a conversation with and she was like have you ever thought of just trying this thing and I was like oh no not really yes that's and then I think for me the biggest thing was ask yourself where you are right now are you willing to do it for another 20 or 30 years Mm, that's good are you willing to sit in it and if you are Cool. Right. If you're, because for me, happiness has no expiration date. Just because I'm unhappy or I might be unhappy, do I want to be doing this in 20 or 30 years? I also had a daughter and having my daughter changed a lot for me because I looked at her and I was like, do I want my daughter to look at me and think that it's okay to be unhappy? Yeah, yeah. And okay to stay here where I am. Like, ask yourself those questions. Like, are you comfortable literally? Because we forget, we go through life day in, day out, but we forget we're in our careers, we're with ourselves. Like people talk about life being short, but sometimes life is really long. For some of us, we, 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 might, we might be on this earth, like I'm 40 now, I might be on this earth for another 50 years. Yeah. Am I willing to be unhappy for another 50 years? Yeah. As shy as I was, as quiet as I was, as underpaid as I was, the answer was no. Yeah. <laughs> the answer yeah. was no. And then from that no, Mm-hmm. You start to move. You don't need to know all the answers. You don't need to have everything planned out. But from that no, if the answer is no, then what's the next step? Just one step at a time. What is the next step? For me, it was I will no longer train people if they don't pay me the same as the people I'm training. Yeah. That was it. And what I know once. I make up in my mind about something, there's a freedom that comes, right? So when you made up in your mind that you valued what you offered, that training was very valuable and you were going to get paid for it. How did you feel? Did you have a freedom of, okay, I know where I'm going now. I know what I want. 
I, yeah, I remember thinking like, oh, who's this? <laughs> because this was a new voice. This was, yeah. I was always very shy and very quiet and very timid. Yeah. This was a new voice that was like, this is not what we're doing anymore. And I was like, who's that? And it took me a while to accept that voice. Like, yeah. I don't want people to think that I just suddenly was like, well, that's it. They have to pay me. And yeah. immediately yeah. I went to my boss. No, it took me about another four months before I was really like, I had to work on what was I going to say? I was quite shy. So then I put an email together. Like it wasn't just, okay. But that voice kept, it's almost like it kept tugging at me. It kept yeah. tapping me and saying, this is not what we're doing. Good what next and it was it was really free because once I decided mm. even though it took me four months yeah during that four months I was becoming the me I needed to be because oh. I'd already decided yes so the freedom started to feel like it just felt like um, well this t- this t- the time no longer felt like I'm stuck in a job I don't enjoy the time felt like oh I'm working towards getting what I need to get yes. I love that and so talk about when you have that confidence how you show up, how you show up in these different places, in these different rooms, because you have worked on your confidence and what your worth is. How how does that work as you are gaining that confidence? Well, for me, it might not sound like it because I'm quite animated and I'm quite loud, but I'm an introvert, fully, wholeheartedly an introvert. So for me, that translated as quiet confidence. I walked into rooms. Previously, I'd walked into rooms waiting for someone to tell me what I was good at. I started walking into rooms quietly knowing you people are lucky that I'm in your building. (laughs) That's how it started to feel. I would be like, they would tell me the job that was on offer. And I would be thinking in my head, I can do this with my eyes closed. You are lucky I'm here. So then when people were like, it, it translated in... Me previously, I would get offered salaries and I would just say yes. Yeah. Because I'd always been taught like you take the salary, you work your way up, you work. And then I started to negotiate and I didn't even know I was negotiating. Someone offered me a salary, I remember, and I was like, no, I want this. And they said to me, you don't have the qualification or enough experience for it. I said, no problem. Then I won't accept the job. Four days later, those people came back to me and offered me the job. That's it. That's it. And I still, four days later, I still didn't have the experience or the qualification that they were. So, but I, I was now standing in my power. And like I said, when you believe in yourself and you really love yourself, you will not settle for the bare minimum. And that's what I felt like I was being offered the bare minimum. So I feel like I started to show up in rooms with a new level of confidence. I will say that it doesn't take away from the fact that you still will get hit with imposter syndrome. Because as yeah. I started to level up my confidence, I started to move into rooms with other people that were even more confident, mm-hmm. which then made me feel intimidated. <laughs> because oh. I was like, all these people are really smart. All these people make me feel small. And that will happen. Every new level will come with a new challenge. Yes. <laughs> but it's just reminding yourself where you've come from where you are so therefore if you've left somewhere sometimes you have to look back to remind yourself like but I used to be like this yeah and now look at me now like I'm the woman who can show up on Instagram show up on stories have a podcast yeah if you speak to people from like in my past like 10 15 years ago they would be like what how how (laughs) I love that because that to me speaks to that inner strength, you know, and you trusted yourself enough, you know, when you originally talked about how you can decide if you want to stay where you are, 
being unhappy in the situation you're in, or you can try, you can take that step, you can take action. And that's what I talk about with 90 day wins with this podcast, with my coaching, it's about just taking that action, you know, and believing, having that confidence and belief in yourself. So I love this because it allows for the listeners to hear that you can develop that confidence and then other understand that life is such it's going to allow for you as you move forward, like you said, to have to gauge for yourself and say, okay, do I truly need to be here? Am I willing to be here? Can I handle this? This room looks different. There are a lot more confident people in here. And I always like to tell my clients and remind them like, there are people just like us. If you cut that that executive, he's going to bleed. <laughs> you know, right? right? No better than you. He just got there a little sooner, but mm-hmm. he's no better. And so the fact that you are now in this room, you can choose to shine. Even though yeah. you may need to learn some things, you may need to take a few notes to get up to speed, but you belong, right? So I, I love that because it's so important you know, as we encourage each other, encourage people we work with, but even, you know, the children we are around, the young people, Mm -hmm. to show them nowadays, they're looking, they're seeing all the many things that are occurring in the world and social media stuff, so many things to allow for that noise to come in, right? And that doubt Mm -hmm. to come in. And it's just for us to remember those simple things about, what do I like about myself? What mm-hmm. can I offer? Just taking the time to do that check-in with yourself, I think is, is definitely key to, to helping you handle the confidence that you are truly seeking. Oh, I love that. I, I love that you said people should just try. That's one of my favorite things to say. Like, just try. Yeah. Trying is better than regret. Mm. I promise you, living with a head full of regret, like just try. Yeah. Even if you don't think you can do it, just try. Yeah. Trying's free. It don't cost you anything to go and try. (laughs) And I love that you said that because it's so important, especially like you said, speaking to the younger people, just speaking to anyone, try. You don't have to be the best. You don't. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, again, even saying you don't have to be the best, you can't know if you're the best or not if you haven't tried. If you haven't tried, yes. (laughs) Yes. Got to put in the work. Totally. Right. Totally. Oh, trying is such a strong word. People underestimate that word. So this podcast, before I let you go, it's all about wins, right? Achieving wins. So tell me about a win you are looking forward to for this year. It could be anything. It could be, you know, taking some time off. You're going to enjoy that time. And that's a win for you because you've been working hard. It's just something, you know, we we are so busy and it's always good to celebrate the win, look forward to a win, appreciate the fact that we are even here to do the things we like to do so we can enjoy wins. So tell me about a win you're planning for this year. You're looking forward to this year. Tell me. (laughs) This is, ah, well, a win that's probably coming up quite soon for me. This is a win for me. My yes. daughter said to me at Christmas, she really mm-hmm. wants to go Paris and yes. see the Eiffel Tower lit up at night. And I've been to Paris a couple of times, like yes. before when she was a lot younger. So she's never been. Uh-huh. 
So a win for me yeah. is that I'm going to surprise her with oh, a trip yeah. to Paris to the Eiffel Tower. And that is a win for me as a single mom, okay. just being able to do these little oh, things with my daughter and for my daughter. So for me, that's going to be a big win. And then the other one will be taking her to Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Um, that's where my uh, mom's from. Mm-hmm. So being able to take her to Jamaica later on in the year. But um, yeah, the first one is Paris because it's going to be a surprise. She doesn't know that I'm taking her. Oh, um, awesome. So yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be my win. Like I know I'm gonna feel good. She's gonna have a good time. I'm gonna have a good time. So yeah. Oh, that sounds divine. I love <laughs> Paris. I love Jamaica too. But um, <laughs> I love Paris and it is beautiful. So that that sounds like a awesome mommy daughter trip. So yeah. I'm I'm excited for you guys to experience that. And that's it, you know, like life like I said, can be so challenging, all these things we have to deal with. So it's fun to kind of plan for those little things and know you'll be celebrating something she really wants. So that that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Pretty cool. I feel like sometimes the personal stuff is as fun as the work stuff. Like we forget sometimes we set the big business goals, but we forget the little stuff. And my goal this year was to spend much more time with my daughter. So I love it. I love it. That's, that's it too. You know, it's like, when you think about what's important and mm-hmm. what, you know, you really care about, you know, you talked about, we have this life, like what's going to be the, the quality of it, you know, and those experiences, like, she'll never forget that, you know, right. and you'll never forget that, you know, and mm-hmm. like you said, to be a single mom, to be able to do that, that's a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I look yeah. forward to see some pictures from you guys because <laughs> that's going to be awesome. So Coach, I must tell you, I so enjoyed our conversation. I'm so excited to be able to share your message of confidence with my audience and encourage them to truly, you know, if you are confident, you can achieve your wins and you explain that perfectly. So I'm excited that you were able to come on and share. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really loved being on. Um, yeah, and it was lovely to meet you virtually. <laughs> yes, you as well. Goal-getters, you asked for it. We are putting so much content out on our YouTube page. So what you need to do is go subscribe. 90 Day Wins YouTube page where you can see our interviews, be a part of the show, see the background of what we got going on. 90 Day Wins podcast, YouTube, subscribe today. 